When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as you say. I like that. I like that one too. That was mine. I think that was mine. Hi, it's Mel and Trish. Welcome to this week's episode of Don't Give a 50, the podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and just don't give a 50 like us. We'd love you to subscribe, rate and review our potty. And if you could share with a friend, that would be 50 and awesome as well. So today, the symptoms of menopause and perimenopause can be extremely difficult to manage for some women and can heavily impact our lives. And it doesn't just go on for a week, a month or a year. No, if we're really lucky, it can go on for 10 years or more. 50 and yippee. But as we know, there are multiple treatments available to address these symptoms. And today's guest is going to talk us about a relatively new treatment being used by some specialised practitioners, medicinal cannabis. So we are 15 excited to be chatting with Dr. Karen Bainon. Karen has more than 20 years experience as a general practitioner with special interest areas of skin cancer, antenatal care and women's health. She graduated from the Otago Medical School in New Zealand in 1989 and has completed a postgraduate diploma in obstetrics and a diploma of primary skin care medicine. She moved to the Sunshine Coast with her husband and three daughters in 2009. In addition to being a general practitioner, Karen is the principal clinician at Natura Healthcare, a medicinal cannabis and virtual clinic which provides an ethical and sustainable approach to patient-focused cannabis treatment. She helps with the development of their online clinics in both structure and content and provides clinical information for their website through research and attending specialist clinics. Hello and welcome, gorgeous Karen. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it took me a while to get through your bio. There's a lot yeah, there. I was impressed myself. You were like, impressed? Was that me? My God, I impressed myself. <laughs> Mel, I'm glad you were pronouncing all of it because I certainly couldn't have. 
Uh, well, we did have a couple of runs through that, didn't we, Trish? Hey, fact, everyone. I, I mean, Trish has had a lot of fun facts because she's... Because <laughs> I'm she's, a fun gal. Because <laughs> she's worked like 20 years ago with um, some of our guests. So I'm but, 200 years old. I'm actually a vampire. Jesus, you look good for your age, girlfriend. But Karen and I walk together every Saturday morning and over the course of the last year have sorted the problems of COVID-19, we haven't have. we? We have come up with a comprehensive plan to keep our elderly in aged care <laughs> facilities safe and all the and aged the care works. Open. The borders, borders have been open. open. We've absolutely <laughs> nailed mandatory quarantine and we're both devoted that no world leader has phoned <laughs> us to ask us for our advice. Well, I'm sure they'll all be listening to this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. So After I'm this. sure there'll be some sort of contracting deal being they'll be definitely approaching on. you very soon. <laughs> oh, I'm so looking forward to that. So if we can just figure perimenopause and menopause out, menopause, yeah. Will be sorted. It's going to be sorted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, I'm sure if you can sort COVID out, I'm sure that perimenopause will be... Piece of cake. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, with Karen's help, we're going After to. After all these years, they've got it nailed, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we need to make a distinction here because obviously we're not talking about rolling a joint or oh. having a bong. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and just when I thought it was going to be fun. <laughs> We're talking about medicinal cannabis in both oral and vaporised form. So can you tell us exactly what that is? Okay, so I started getting interested in medical cannabis because my husband started a company called Sunco Green, which manufactures and eventually will grow medicinal cannabis. So I was a little bit like you thinking, do people just want to get high? Mm-hmm. You know, and I wasn't really into that sort of thing. And he said, just read about it a bit more. So then I started getting into it and I had a lot of patients asking me about medicinal cannabis and I thought, there's actually people are interested in it. They really want to know what's going on. And they weren't young people trying to get high. These were my 70-year-old patients who had come to the end of the road in terms of what conventional analgesics could give them. So then I started looking into the cannabis side of things. So medical cannabis, it's got so many flavonoids and terpenes in it, but the two main cannabinoids are the ones we know about, which is THC and CBD. And they act on receptors in the endocannabinoid system. And there's a CB1 receptor, which is in your brain and your body, and the CBD2 receptor, which is just in your body. So that makes a lot of sense to me because... I've had friends who have done, like, marijuana yes. and cannabis and stuff, <laughs> and they have told me yeah. that, you marijuana. know, <laughs> speaking for a friend, of course, <laughs> that because you hear about it treating anxiety, depression mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, but from their experiences, mm-hmm. it has always caused them to feel anxious mm-hmm. or paranoid. Great. So yep. with that great, receptor yeah. not being in your head... That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's so exactly for those right, of you Trish, out yeah. there that are trying to make sense of that, <laughs> you may have a friend that's experienced something like that. <laughs> you, you, you are so right because the THC is is because that receptor's in the brain, that's why it gives you the high. It's, it's actually very good for pain, THC, and also helps sleep, but it can cause anxiety. The CBD2 is in just in your, in your body and therefore the C, CBD can't affect you. You mentally, because there's not receptors there in your brain. The CBD2 receptors are only in your body. Mm -hmm. CBD1 receptors are in your body and your brain. Right. 
Okay, so THC can give you the high. CBD can't. It's not in, not affecting your brain. And what CBD does is it balances out your THC. So people that are going and just smoking a joint are having a lot of THC there and not enough CBD, and they get anxious. Yes. Mm. Then I started looking into the whole CBD, THC side of things, and the CBD is great for anxiety, depression, inflammation of your joints, mood leveling, there was some suggestion about temperature regulation and a sense of well-being. And I thought, my God, those are all symptoms of menopause. Wow. Mm. It's true. Mm. Look, I um, I sort of made a really quick list last night of some of the symptoms that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. I may or may not have experienced <laughs> some or all of these, but I'm, let's rattle I'm them just, off. Just looking at your list, I don't actually <laughs> think you need to be perimenopausal to experience most of these. <laughs> You probably don't either. Hot hot flushes, mm-hmm. dryness, low libido, anxiety, agitation, depression, snoring, insomnia, weight gain, mood swings. I know there's a truckload more. Mm-hmm. So can that medicinal cannabis help all of these symptoms? Well, theoretically, well, I looked at that and I thought they just sound exactly like menopause symptoms. So then I dug deeper mm-hmm. and um, went into the into the net. And, uh, oh, okay. and interestingly, there's no studies about medical marijuana and menopause. There's a lot, not a lot of studies altogether with medical marijuana. It's, but there's lots of little ones, but not as a doctor what you'd call a you know a, a solid large studies done. However, estrogen is that because the yeah. pharmaceutical companies aren't funding it. Absolutely. That's exactly why, because it's a, yeah. it's, it's a molecule that you can't own. So what I've, I found out was that the estrogen actually does have something to do with your body's natural endocannabinoid called anandamide. And when estrogen's high, anandamide's high. And anandamide is a feel-good hormone, if you like it. It's, it's an anti-anxiety, uh, you know, antidepressant. You just feel great on it. And when you're ovulating, you have high estrogen and high anandamide, okay? okay? They're not sure if the estrogen's making the anandamide high or if it's inhibiting another enzyme that breaks down this endocannabinoid, okay? But somehow it seems to be affecting it, which once again makes sense. If you've got low estrogen, yeah. menopausal, mm. your body's endocannabinoids may be low. I'm not even going to try and pronounce most of those <laughs> words, Karen, but I'm actually following along. I was going to try, but... Then you're going to have a crack at it. a little bit longer and I went, oh, no, it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I should have taken notes. I'm not taking notes today because I'm engrossed. I'm just staring at Karen and Anyone nodding. Cannabinoids. Yeah. <laughs> I got cannabinoids. Yeah. I've got those cannabinoids. Yeah. Cannabinoids are just the things that that go go to those receptors. They they right. just uh, they trigger the CB1, CB2 receptors. Yeah. So the answer is that there's no solid study being done. However, like you said, you've identified a number of symptoms that it does treat and yep. they happen to be also symptoms yep. of perimenopause. Absolutely. They did do a study in rats. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Menopausal not, rats. Are we a bit ratty? Is there something sure. in that? Menopausal women are a bit ratty sure at times? Menopausal rats. <laughs> it was more what they found. I don't know how they do these studies. I've got they... a picture of a rat sitting back smoking a joint. <laughs> <laughs> and fanning With a itself. glass of wine. Yeah. Fanning, fanning itself. That's how my mind works. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, the, the, the rat study did find that with the medical marijuana, it did have anxiolytic, so anti-anxiety, antidepressant effects on the rats. Yeah. 
God, how do they measure now, depression yeah. in a rat? Anyway, let's not go there. That's how a different thing. Would they do those things? Like you've seen those studies where yeah. they actually put the <coughs> – this is very highly <laughs> medical speak for you, Karen. Yes. Um, I'll try and keep the, it the things, uh, the medical probes, things, electrodes, probes, electrodes, electrodes yeah. on the brain, yeah, and then they can measure oh, yeah, the the um, serotonin mm-hmm. or because there's that thing where yep. I've seen it that they put it on a mum and when she sees her baby smile, it gives the same hit ah. that cocaine does when they somebody takes cocaine and they measure the same <laughs> things in the brain. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. Oh, really? When a baby smiles at her mother, it yeah. gets the same, I don't know if it's endorphins or something like yeah, that, yeah, but be, the same yeah. chemical release oh. in the brain. And we are not suggesting for one moment that people go out and have lots of babies. Or do cocaine. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying how they might measure the brain, Melinda. <laughs> well, I'm impressed. Always after drugs. <laughs> Just looking for some sort of loophole to make it all right. Actually, they are going along. That's another whole other topic. But, yes, they are looking at things like giving people with depression those, like, psych- psychotrophic drugs like LSD. LSD and stuff, ah. like small doses of that wow. or the E-tablets. I don't know what those I've are called. I've seen now. that. Yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. And it's not reality TV. Yeah. But I've seen it on a few kind of sitcoms or shows. And mm-hmm. the, the most recent one is that Nine Perfect Strangers that Nicole Kidman oh, was yes, in. Yes, and they did the microdosing. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that in another American mm-hmm. TV mm-hmm. series as well. And you know what they say, well, there's smoke, there's fire. So obviously yeah. somewhere, somewhere, oh, yeah. someone somewhere well, is they using micro. LSD, years, I think in the 70s they used to use it for psychiatry and it used to sort of just, it was almost like an electric shock or electric reset of your brain, like just jolting you into it. Like a circuit breaker. Yeah, like a circuit breaker, yeah. That's fascinating. So they're still looking at that now, I think. They're sort of, you know, who Mm. knows. You know, it's funny because we laugh and joke about all of that, Mm. but I find it so scary. That whole mind altering. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's interesting because you know back in in America they used to, cocaine used to be legal, and alcohol was illegal back in the, I think it was like, like the in 40s the twenties, like 20s during or, prohibition. Or 20s, yeah, wow. they used to have adverts like you can go on an aeroplane and have a bit of cocaine and take your seat. It'd come I mean, with a trolley. Yeah, literally. I think Why they did too. <laughs> Oh, oh, that can't yeah. be. That can't have been during prohibition because I don't no, think they no. had they regular flights. No, but, but it might have been on a train or something. I don't oh. know. I don't know. It was something like that. Maybe, maybe some 60s, states alcohol know. was still illegal. Yeah, but I anyway, then they made cocaine <clears throat> illegal, and, and so it was kind of just they just picked a poison to make legal, yeah. basically, or picked a drug. Wow. Such a fascinating time. Yeah. When we were in New York, we went to a few bars and one of them was a Mexican restaurant and it was right down Soho and you kind of went in through this little diner, then down the stairs, through a kitchen and then down and there was this bar underneath the ground that was amazing and it was one of the ones... Still from the prohibition years. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, all dark. Yeah, it was I love all that cool. stuff connected yeah. to history. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love so it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Really. The diner. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did we get off track? <laughs> Just a little bit, but who cares? Did I? Did I, I think our, our 50 ish tribe track? are yeah, so used yeah. to us getting <laughs> off track, Trish. So, but back to Karen. Okay, you've got a, you've got a question about sleep, yeah, Trish, so about insomnia. We've discussed mm. a lot and even done an episode recently on the links between menopause and insomnia mm. and that <clears throat> women have trouble turning off their thoughts at night and tend to ruminate. Well, I yep. tend to ruminate quite a bit and can't fall asleep or we wake up to use the bathroom, which is another side effect mm. of peri and menopause, and then immediately start thinking about the 
to-do list of next day, year, life, (laughs) everything. So I've read that cannabis can be very helpful for treating those issues. So the article said, and you, I think you've already answered this or tried to explain it, that they usually recommend a higher THC product to fall asleep, but a lower THC product to stay asleep. So that's quite a lot of juggling. So what (laughs) is THC and what's the difference between high THC and low THC? THC, and do we even need to know, or do we just leave that to the <laughs> no, describing no. professional? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the, 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 the question, you're absolutely right. THC is the one that you'd use for sleep. So, but what does THC stand for? Like CBD is what? Cannabis? Oh, here we go. Oh, here we, Karen's going to have to. <laughs> Sorry, pull out. Karen. Just, I didn't <laughs> even let you regret, answer the first regret, question before I'm shooting the next question. You're going to regret it. THC stands for tetrahydro. Cannabinol. Well, I'm glad and, I know that. And CBD I be able to... stands for cannabidiol. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So, ladies, yeah. from this point on, we'll just refer to it as THC <laughs> yeah. and CBD. Good idea. Good idea. Yeah. So, the THC, yes, it's great for sleep. It's good for pain. However, at the moment, the, the laws are that you can't drive with THC. Well, more to the point, if they do a swab, if they do a mouth swab on you, you would come up positive for THC. Right. And because and THC is lipoph- lipophilic, so it likes fat cells, so it stays in the fat cells and they, they release products very slowly. So if you were, if you took some THC one night, it might still be there two weeks later. Just, just the, it's not affecting you. Yeah, so be careful, yeah. ladies. Nobody wants yeah. to end up on an episode yeah. of RBC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, I think Tasmania has now changed that law, but okay. so we're hoping that other places will because it's kind of weird to say, okay, you people are driving with morphine or temazepams and things yes. like that, and then THC on a low dose off after twelve hours, it's kind of out of it's not. Although you can still detect it, it's actual uh, effects on your cognition, on your concentration aren't there anymore. So if you took it at night and then went driving the next morning, theoretically it shouldn't be affecting your driving. But it's still in that's why it's difficult to to, to prescribe because you're not legally meant it to It would be great, you know, if mm-hmm. the medical system and transport department could, even if you had for medical purposes yeah. or like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. a stay-at-home note from mum, a note exactly, from your doctor saying that, I'm allowed. Exactly. I mean, obviously if you're driving erratically, I mean, yeah. that's, yes, that's absolutely. still not, not going to be okay. But I, I agree. But hopefully yeah. that'll that'll come into effect. Yeah, yeah I, I looked at the, the long and the short THC. So THC, I think they just mean like maybe someone might have a little flower. So the flower is like... You'd vape it, so vaping's more. You heat it, and it's like I'm going to say it's steam coming. And, okay. And it, so it's not smoke; it's kind of a steam. It works quickly. It works within ten minutes, and you'd go to sleep, and then you stay asleep. If you want to stay asleep, you'd have an oil, which then lasts longer. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. to penetrate into your yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. It's a slow, slow release. Slow release. So okay. is the oil yeah. something you pop on your wrists or your temples? Uh, no, no, you put it on your tongue. So it's a okay. It's, yeah, it's a drop. Yeah, it's a drop. You. Probably, I mean, depending on the strength, of course, of the actual product, but you might only need like 0.1 mil, 0.2 mil. I mean, you barely notice it. So, Karen, talk us through if someone was wanting to get in touch with your clinic and and wanted to talk further about this, how does that all work? How does getting in touch with the Natura Natura. Clinic, yeah, yeah. yeah, and and how does – how yeah. does that work? How do they get their products? And okay, well, at the moment you're emailing admin, and they'll then come up, or you can go onto the Natura website or email admin, and they'll go get back to you with a whole lot of questions whether you qualify 
to have medical marijuana because there's certain right. conditions. Like once again, at the moment, you can't just prescribe medical marijuana. Oh, I'm feeling menopausal. Here's mar- medical marijuana, even though I do think that will be one of the first things that would probably help. You've got to have a history of sort of chronic anxiety, chronic pain or insomnia and, and maybe have tried other things and they haven't worked and then you can come in with that. Yeah. But certainly for a lot of perimenopausal, highly symptomatic women, yes. it is very likely that they've mm-hmm. tried a number of different exactly. strategies yeah. that haven't worked. So then they come yeah. to you yeah. and it's a telehealth appointment? It's a telehealth appointment. Sometimes we do it with video or sometimes we can just do it with the phone, depends on what people want. Then they then they have a consult with me or another doctor for about half an hour, figure out which what they need. At the moment, we've been posting the product to them. So we've been doing it all that way. So in terms of strength, things like that, and dosage, it's Mm. super individualised. Is it like a compound? No, it's uh, there's but there's a whole lot of different products. Mel, like there's a there's a hundred milligrams a mil of CBD, which is a pure CBD. There's fifty milligrams a mil of it's a CBD. It's not a pure one, so that's got a lot of terpenes and flavonoids, which is the one I probably like to use a bit because they have a sort of an entourage effect, so they all help each other work. Mm. You know, the way I look at that is like, you know, you get an orange where you have orange juice. And gotcha. If you're eating an orange, it's kind of got lots of other things in it and mm-hmm. maybe it delivers the orange juice better than just an orange juice. Yeah, that, you get the fibre and the... Exactly, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Okay. And then you've got THC products, that's various strengths as well. But for menopause, you probably wouldn't have a very high-dose THC. So what are the different ways you can take it? Like you mentioned the the steam, you know, like vapour. Yeah, yeah. So is there like a a topical, an oral? Yeah, yeah. Look, there's there's oils. So those are ones under your tongue, so sublingual oils. I believe there's capsules as well. There's, I don't know, there's so much here. (laughs) Cookies. If only. No, not quite yet. The vape. The ones we use more in Australia are probably more the oils and the vape and maybe some capsules, but like Canada and, and America are a bit ahead of us in terms yeah. of some of that manufacturing. Yeah. Vaping just sounds yeah. so funny, doesn't it, like for women our age to, it be, does. Yeah. to be vaping. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I but, know. Yeah, you know, to get a good night's sleep. <laughs> it's yeah, just really it's, not yeah. our era, you know, the whole vaping thing. Like no. I missed it completely and it yes, still fully. bewilders me. Like when I see it's, them, I'm like, what on earth? What are they Why? doing? Yeah. yeah. It's it's a great way of delivering that though because yeah. it's not – it gets at the right temperature. You've got to heat it to the right temperature to get all the different oils coming off at different temperatures. Whereas some people, when you're smoking it, you're just burning a lot of stuff and you're not actually heating it to the right temperature to actually get And I could imagine that it'd be very bad for your lungs as well. And it's bad for your lungs, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. With, the, with the vaping, when you're heating it, yeah. do you, so you heat it in a... How do you heat it? And then what, do you just whack your head over a bowl and no, no, inhale? No, no, it's in a little, it's like there's all different sorts of vaping things. So they, I think we're going to have to go and vape, Mel. So I'm going to talk to you too, Trish. You like I think I'll have an asthma attack. <laughs> I should have brought one along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just a little, there's different devices, but a lot of, so, so some, one might plug in. So it's just got like an element and you just put a little bit of the flower, which is like the bud into it and then it heats it up to like 180 degrees and then it kind of gives off a bit of a steam. It's not yep. like the nicotine vapors where they've got the oil in them. It's not an okay. oil you're vaping. You're vaping yep. the flower. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you're not getting wow. anything weird into your lungs. Does basically. it smell like the traditional marijuana that I may have smelled oh, yeah. other people yes. smoking yeah. in the past? Yeah, it does. It does. No, it does. Okay. And, and wow. the oil's got that sort of herbaceous taste as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it has got that, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just like the fact that 
so obviously it's not going to address, as, as we mentioned before, all of the symptoms of perimenopause, but certainly the ones dealing with like insomnia and perhaps like anxiety yep. and mm-hmm. agitation, all yep. those, all the things that we've talked about. Yeah, yes, on our walks. Yeah. <laughs> on our walks, Karen. So it's uh, going to be able yeah. to address some of, like a no, lot it, of those, it, but not yeah. hot flushes, obviously. Yeah, and hot not, flushes, your best bet's HRT, but not everyone can take that. That's but, right, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That actually leads me to another question. Sorry, Trish, you were about to ask a question, but... I to get a bloody word in. Oh, <laughs> I've got my hand up. <laughs> Take your turn. I okay, turn. you go no, after no, me. No. Oh. Okay, no, it's, I thought she was going to say you go. No, I'm me. so rude. It's me first. Sorry. No, because she's that's your segues. friend. I know she's your I friend. She's <laughs> not trying to cut your grass. <laughs> Don't you Karen, dare. Do you want to go for a walk after yeah. this? I'm quite territorial. <laughs> <laughs> So is it best taken in conjunction with other medications? So obviously if the medicinal cannabis is going to address a lot of issues of uh, menopause but you need others, you're going to have to take it in conjunction with other things. Look, it actually helps sometimes. Like I've got patients with anxiety they have been taking their anti-anxieties, which have been working. So I wouldn't suggest going off your anti-anxiety and taking this. But this woman, she was on her anti-anxieties and this just gave her... It gives another layer. So what I, what it does is, say if you're anxious and your anxiety is 8 out of 10, it might drop it to 6 out of 10. It's mm-hmm. not going to stop it. Yep. The what, what I've, what I've, When I've been talking to other women about the agitation, the agitation, you know, the agitation. Where, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. is that agitation you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the husband actually, walks in the room. Yeah, yeah, and you're too like, close. Yes, yeah, you're breathing. Yeah, yeah. You've got to stop breathing immediately. <laughs> and also don't eat. Is that the presence? agitation yeah, yeah. that I'm constantly gritting my jaw yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and wake up yeah. with sore neck and shoulders yes. and wake up in the yes. middle of the night going, why am yeah. I clenching my teeth? I'm not sure what it is. It seems to be like you're almost overly sensitive sort of to sound and kind of people, particularly your husband. (laughs) I can just be walking along and feel like my shoulders are near my ears and just go, what is Mm. that? Why? Just relax. Well, what what the, I mean, and uh, there's hardly a large study, it's just a few of my patients, but they've found that the agitation, while it's there, it's in the background. So so the husband walks in the room, (laughs) poor husband's, but it's like, it's like, oh, he's in the darn room, you know, and... um, (laughs) But in the, it's, it's more in the back. It's like, hey, he's allowed to be there. It's annoying, but, you know. Yeah, I'm all good know. with that. It's his house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funny yeah, you yeah. say, Mel, stop breathing. My kids were sharing a room when we were away one day and then I woke up the next morning and Lily had moved from the bedroom to the lounge room. Yeah. And I had said, honey, what, what's wrong? Was Wiley annoying you? Was he snoring? She goes, he was breathing. Yeah. How dare he? Oh, Maybe it's a female How thing. How dare he breathe? He was, oh, he was breathing. Uh, like, oh, mate, do you think he could cut that out? Yeah. For God's sakes, Mum, he was breathing. Walk in the park. Imagine that one, menopausal. <laughs> Sorry, darling girl. And by the way, when I'm talking to you, don't vape. It's not cool. No, do not vape, Lily. <laughs> Especially not the marijuana. Not the marijuana. No, we don't do that. <laughs> A friend of mine did once, but I didn't. Yeah. She didn't tell me about it. <laughs> True story, though. We've all got those friends. <laughs> okay. Do you another question? No, because it's not my turn. It's your turn. <laughs> I, I butted in, remember. Go for it. So 
I have seen hemp seed oil for sale and also have heard of people using it like at corner shops and all yep. sorts of odd places. I've also read that it's simply oil extracted from the seed and not the flower and contains none of the active ingredient of a CBD oil. Well, no doubt if you're buying it over the counter. Mm. But I think some people get confused. Like they hear about CBD, they see this oil, hemp oil, and think, mm. okay, this is what all the hoo-ha is. Mm. Can you tell me what the difference is or if there is any benefit to that hemp seed oil? Um, Yeah, you're right. The hemp oil does not have the THC or the CBD component in it. I think it it has anti-inflammatory components. So it's it's still part of that family. And I'm pretty sure the CBD is extracted from hemp flour. Not the seed. Because I've seen and I've actually purchased Mm -hmm. before hemp seed that Mm. you can put in smoothies and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So it must be that kind of, it's good for you. Yeah. It's still got those flavonoids and terpenes in them, but not the seed. It might might have a trace of CBD maybe. It won't have any THC. So you're not going to get high if you put heaps of hemp (laughs) seeds in (laughs) smoothies. You're not going to. (laughs) But there was some crazy disclaimer on it, you know, obviously for them to be able to sell it. Yeah. Yeah, there was yeah. A, no, yeah. they haven't. It hasn't got any any medicinal. Um, have we talked about the anti-inflammatory components of medicinal cannabis? Yeah, like, does it have? Yeah, the CBD properties? does. Okay. I mean, in in Canada, they're using CBD oils on uh, their. I don't know if it's necessarily their national team, but the the snowboarders over there. After they come off the, the they'd hate field, that. The <laughs> They're probably not going to be vaping. They'd be vaping, of course. They'd be vaping. Probably it's a way to get the snowboarders to do it legally <laughs> and in some sort of exactly. controlled environment. Control I know. I think they're just having CBD. I think just having okay. CBD oil. It's got a slight because the the CB two receptors are, are everywhere in your body. They're on you know like you're on in immune systems. Okay. Every organ's got these CB. You don't have any in the car, do you? Yeah, no. I should have bought Karen, have you got some in your handbag? What about <laughs> arthritis? Does it help yeah. with that? Well, once again, Mel, it's all about it drops it down yeah, so a it doesn't, couple of points. So yeah, if I talk yeah. to my patients who have put on, say, for, for pain, they might have a pain of, once again, it might be 7 out of 10, it might go down to 5. But there's another element. It's a bit like it's not at the forefront of their brain anymore. Yeah. It's like I've got pain, but, you know, I'm going to, cope with it. You know, I'm, I'm agitated, but, you know, I'm just going to get on with it. Stops you things. ruminating and focused. Don't you think that's so important? Acting, it's sort of like you're yeah. allowed, because it's like, you're yeah, reacting I'm still to annoyed, the pain. but I'm not going to, you know, mm. when something goes wrong with your computer and you feel like throwing it off the desk. and yeah. a bit the ratty. <laughs> you get a bit ratty. Back to the... That's the word. That's the word. Vaping and ratty. Sometimes I get a little bit ratty. Well, rats, rats weren't found to do... <laughs> to throw their computers around after they'd had some secrets. They only have little hands. <laughs> little, little arms. They could like... They could. Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl? No. Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. They're the ones with the small arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the T-Rex. Oh, you know, I'm just not getting my dinosaurs right. <laughs> It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, so it has a slight anti-inflammatory uh, quality. There. Okay. So yeah. It, yeah. Okay. So it's covering I mean, quite it a few things. Like yeah, it's like fantastic. It's and I I always say to people, you just go in, you might get a bit of benefit from it. But some of it's yeah. What I'm noticing most is people are just like I'm just feeling a sense of well-being and I can cope better. That's nice. what people say, yep. which is it. So it's not like yep. I haven't got pain. It's not a miracle cure. It's not a it's, miracle cure, mm-hmm. but the endocannabinoid system seems to be that kind of well-being feeling. And yeah. is it more natural 
than your synthetic drugs, even though it comes from a natural product, mm. is the manufacturing of it still keeping it quite natural? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a pure extract. It's, it's very highly controlled in Australia. The products are all Australian. So your body's yeah. probably going to be able to metabolise it and mm. absorb it better because it's not a synthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's a natural product, yeah. yeah. And especially if you're putting it under your tongue, it just gets absorbed through the mucosa, so that's easy. Sometimes if you're taking capsules, some people get uh, can get a sore tummy, like they've had a lot of coffee or something. That could So some people oh, okay. can't take the capsule form. But to, if you're vaping it, that's more a THC. It has got some CBD in it, but it's mainly THC, the, the, the vaping, yeah. yeah. Mm, that's yeah. so fascinating. Mm. I know. Karen, with your experience and mm. your patience, is there any particular case study? Obviously you can't mm. mention names or, or anything, but just an example of how you've seen it work dramatically? Well, this isn't quite so much like for menopause, but I've had one lady who's got cancer and she's a new patient to the clinic and she's in New South Wales and she's had a brain tumour. And when I talk to her, I I always say, what are your goals? What are we aiming for when you're going on to medical cannabis? Because otherwise you've got no, nothing to measure it with. And she said, well, I'm really anxious and um, she couldn't sleep. That was her two things she wanted to address initially. So I said, well, what's your anxiety level? And it was 12 out of 10. Oh, my <laughs> darling girl. And, um, and her sleep was, like, very poor. Right. So then I just started her on CBD and THC for the sleep, so low doses. She wasn't driving. And when I got back to her, her, her anxiety had gone down to 6 out of 10. That's which was brilliant. Half, which was yeah. amazing. And she was sleeping better. So, of course, those two work hand in hand a bit now, sleep and anxiety. Yeah. That was great. And I would do want to say she's on other medications as well, yeah. obviously, but yeah. this seemed to help. And the good thing about it is it doesn't seem to have many side effects. Okay. I think that's the main thing that people also want to avoid, don't they? When you're on a medication, you don't yeah, want to, they do. okay, I feel better, but I'm also nauseated the whole time or I've got constipation or whatever it is that these other medications are causing. And this seems to have a relatively low side effect profile and a, and a good safety profile as well. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm taking away from a lot of this is it's basically another support in your team. Mm. You know, it's like we have our mm-hmm. chiropractors, our physios, our mm-hmm. doctors, our specialists, whatnot. So mm. this is just another tool that we have for our wellness and to feel really good. That, that's exactly Another right. option. Yeah. I kind of see it as almost between like conventional medicine and then sort of alternative medicine. So between, mm-hmm. yeah, between those two, sort of yeah, in the alternative. middle. Yeah, yeah. Sort, of in, sort of a bit in the middle of those two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the great thing is when, in, because you are a GP, when it's coming from a science background, mm. I think that gives people more confidence in mm. trying it, being more open and accepting mm. of, of these types of treatment as well. Absolutely. And as we say, yeah. don't try this at home. <laughs> no, we I do. I mean, some of my main patients, I mean, I've been quite surprised, have been the 70 pluses. Yeah. You know, they, they've been quite open to it and uh, a bit nervous about it because they thought they were all going to be stoned. No, you're not yeah. getting stoned on this. Yeah, you, absolutely. You, you, know, you can imagine, yeah. like, that generation, what they <laughs> yeah. would be thinking of because, you know, yeah. they were young, like, during Woodstock. And yes, like, exactly. Oh, I don't know about this. Mm. Yeah, they're quite open to <laughs> yeah. it. I was quite surprised. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We have um, one last question that we ask all our guests and that is that what advice would the 50-ish Karen give the 20-ish Karen <laughs> apart from... Uh, smoke obviously. a lot of joints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or more the point, don't smoke joints. No, don't put that in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'd give them that some thought, Mel. Okay, mm. I think I would um, say to myself, right, back yourself, 
be courageous, be yourself, and just uh, be very aware of the imposter syndrome and don't let it affect you. Oh, my yeah. God, that's a ripper. Oh, <laughs> that friggin' imposter said. syndrome. Yeah. Trish and I talk about it a oh, lot. Oh, we oh, have it doing oh. this podcast, especially when we started. I had it coming to this you podcast. <laughs> I was like, I'm yeah. going to say it, and I thought maybe my 50-year-old self showed my 50-year-old self. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so much of a, yeah. advice that we hear at this particular point mm. in the podcast is so relevant even oh. for yourself moving forward. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But as we say, take my advice. I'm not using it. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I've never heard that one. Oh. I'm going to use it. Yeah, use it. Use Don't it take so it to much. your patients. That's exactly, that exactly what I'm going to say to you. <laughs> Karen, thank you so much for your time today. We're sure our 50-ish tribe would have found that as interesting as we did. And hopefully it's given some women another avenue of treatment uh, to consider if they're struggling. And personally, I wish I had known more about this when I was, like, heavily symptomatic. Where were you in my life at that time, Karen? Well, it probably wasn't legal then, Matt. Okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, me, I'm so compliant. So if you would like more information on the Natura Clinic, we'll put some links up in today's show notes. So follow us on Instagram at don'tgive a 50 and email us at hello at don'tgive a 50.com.au. We'd love to hear from you. Don't be shy because we're not. This is a judgment-free zone and we're always happy to hear from you. Remember our gorgeous 50-ishers, life is for living. Be kind and look after yourself. Do whatever you want and don't give a 50 because we are all awesome regardless of age and living is an absolute privilege. Isn't uh, it? <laughs> so much trouble talking today. Yeah. Maybe and you I, need some marijuana. Um, I need some marijuana. <laughs> I need to, marijuana. I need to go and see Karen. <laughs> Karen, thank That's you. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're awesome. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> I need some edumacation. <laughs> Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and protecting potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.